Oh, you hear the music. You know what that means. We're back, baby. Season two. Let's get it going. It's your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, Big Rome, and our new best friend of the show, the Fantasy Fish. Yeah. What's going on, man? How you guys doing? Yeah. So uh, I guess I apologize for the hiatus, but we're back. We're strong. We're girthy. Mm. We've uh, added some strength to the lineup. Fish coming in with the facts. He's going to soothe you with his beautiful voice and uh let's let's hope we uh let's hope we win some championships there boys hell yeah man so uh football season started so that was exciting i mean granted preseason but it's football nonetheless saw some marquee players saw some guys you're just keeping an eye on um did you guys watch uh did you guys watch any of the football games no i'm terrible at my job (laughs) yeah man (laughs) I watched all of them, dude. I couldn't get enough. Yeah, I watched the majority of them. I didn't watch all of them, but I did watch the majority of them. Yeah, I watched a good portion of them. Um, unfortunately, you know, life happens and you can't. And then, dude, fucking NFL app. You know what? Here's my gripe. The NFL app is the biggest piece of shit app because it doesn't work on my goddamn TV, but it worked on my phone and iPad. Well, yeah, it's bad. But uh, when, it, when it works. A couple takeaways that I, I have, and, and feel free to, to chime in. Um, I guess Malcolm Brown is going to be the potential starter for Miami. Um, he started ahead of Miles Gaskin. Um, Brown had twice the snaps. So, I mean, I, I think that was kind of interesting because I know they brought in Brown as kind of like the savvy veteran. But, you know, I thought they were in love with Gaskin seeing as they didn't draft anybody. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I felt also. But then also what, a day or two ago – Mr. Flores, Coach Flores came out and said they're going to run a three-headed monster backfield, which yeah. to me means what are we doing fantasy-wise? I think I, I even tweeted about it. I got pretty upset at it. But, man, I don't know if Brown's going to be the guy, Gaskin's going to be the guy, or Ahmad. I'm not going to put too much, too much into Malcolm Brown right now. He had nine rushes for eight yards. Um. I think they're just exploring their options here still, and and it's one of those preseason um, situations where we kind of know that they may be using him in the first team starter, but he might not be in the long run. Yeah, my biggest concern is just you know Gaskin last year was clearly the <clears throat> the lead back for them, so I mean I I think it's something to monitor. I'm definitely gonna have to adjust my rankings because kind of like the harp on what what rome said you know the head coach himself said they're going to use a three-headed backfield and fucking hate that like just yeah it's bullshit dude it, it is it is um another thing i noticed uh that marcus callaway he could definitely be the top pass catcher for the saints as michael bitchface thomas is out um i don't know i i i picked him up in our dynasty league I think there could be something there. I, think I mean, something right. has to happen, right? In the absence gonna, of Thomas. And he's going to probably be the number two once Thomas is back anyways. He might see still a decent target share for like a bench spot um, where you could plug him in during bye week. Yeah, totally. Um, <clears throat> I also liked um, – I mean, maybe this could be kind of a me being a Chargers fanboy kind of thing. But I have a feeling that the – Maybe not necessarily for redraft this year, but definitely a, a sleeper in dynasty pickup would be um, Josh Palmer for the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, it looks like the Chargers are probably going to let Mike Williams' contract expire, which the talent, goddamn, if that guy could stay healthy, he could be a top receiver, but that motherfucker's always hurt. And so I feel that Josh Palmer might be a name to keep an eye on. He had six catches on six targets for 36 yards. Now, granted, Herbert didn't play, but the fact that Palmer's number was getting called, I think that's something to keep an eye on, especially in Dynasty. Agreed. Yep, I agree too. Um, I think, Rome, you might not like this, but I think the Niners made a mistake by not picking Justin Fields third overall. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> he he looked good. I mean, a little, little shaky off the bat like any other rookie. But man, once he settled in, it he looked good. He looked really good. 
I mean, he did come out and say right afterwards, he said it, it didn't seem fast to him, which is never a bad thing to hear if you're a fan of the of the Bears, for one. If you're the coach, you're looking at that saying, okay, let's see what we can do with this kid. I mean, he looked good, though. You can't you can't, can't be angry. You can't fault him. Although, to, to, to tag on to that, Trey Lance actually looks okay, too. I mean, he was a little shaky, too. He went 5 for 14. But his wide receivers did have four drops. So, I mean, a potential nine for 14. He did connect with um, their 19th, you know, tight end or wide receiver, Trent Sherfield, who probably won't make the roster. But either way, he had an 80-yard <laughs> touchdown catch. And it wasn't like a Michael Thomas special, the six-yard the six yard slant and taking it to the house. Like, this was a legit bomb. So. No, he's got a live arm, bro. That's, let's not really sleep on Lance. The talent is there. I just don't think, like, I don't know, man. I don't see them playing him this year. I really don't. Everybody says at the bye week, I, I think they're going to go Garoppolo all year. And then they're going to move. They're going to go on Lance, go with Lance next year. I could see that. Um, he also didn't have any starting receivers, I don't think, play. Um, no, none of them were out there. Ayuk, Samuel, um, both were not in the game. So, uh, no, Debu was. He caught one pass. Um, but... Yeah, there's not a lot of targets for the, the only the, the only starters. thing. I, my concern though with uh, Lance playing is they gave up an awful lot to draft him number three. So I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Jimmy G gets traded out to I don't know Indianapolis or some other team that could be potentially quarterback needy, or people just start calling for. Uh, Feel or Lance to play just because of the draft capital they they. Get. It'll happen. You're you're definitely right. At some point, that's going to happen. But what I think is going to happen, being a Niner honk myself, is Garoppolo is going to lead him to the Super Bowl, get a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful championship win, and then get traded for all the firsts that we traded to get Lance. I'll Let have me what? have this moment taking it. I'll have what you're having. <laughs> <laughs> Um, was there any what, anything else kind of caught your guy's eye out there? Yeah, big time. I got I got one that I love. I got one that I love. I, I, let me take this with a grain of salt, actually. Drew fucking Locke looked yeah. fantastic. Five for seven, 151 yards, and two touchdowns. Now, this is the grain of salt. Teddy Bridgewater was seven of eight for 74 yards and a touchdown. Also great. I think this offense – I was a year early, man. I think this offense is really going to click this season. I thought last year was the year Locke wasn't what we all thought. But this offense is looking good. Bro, they beat the hell out of my out of uh, Minnesota. It's like 33-6. You don't really see that in preseason. It's a college score. Yeah, you're not wrong. Although it, it does feel dirty to say that Drew Locke looked good. <laughs> I mean – I coming out of college, I thought he was actually more of a project quarterback versus the, you know, the immediate answer to a team. Um, and who knows? Maybe maybe he's taking that leap forward. What is this year three or four for him now? Mm. Let me really look that up. I don't like when I don't know. They have a lot of weapons. Um, that's kind of the biggest thing. Year three. If you could get him on, completing sixty five percent of his passes. And the running back game, you know, averaging four yards a carry, they're going to be a lot stronger than people give him credit for. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is they're year tough. three for year three for Drew Locke. But yeah, I mean, although you know what though, with Cortland Sutton, uh, Jerry Judy, dude, fuck KJ Hamler, he he KJ actually looked, Hamler baby, yeah, he looked he looked all right too. Then you know Noah Fant, I mean, and then the the rookie uh, Williams, that's his name. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you know they got the, they got the big rookie running back, so I I think Denver could be a beast here soon, especially because uh, their defense isn't getting any younger. So I mean, you know what that means? Bad defense means great fantasy output for the offense. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, just happy to see football back. I mean, it just God made my dick hard. Yeah, it's great. It well, it's funny. You know, I I saw a tweet. Uh, by some some I don't know some fucking idiot out there, and he wrote um, what he said like, you know, 
guys won't go to the therapy, but they'll watch the Hall of Fame football game. And I was like, the fuck? It's football. It is therapy. I mean, you got to love assholes on Twitter. (laughs) It's the best. Fantasy football Twitter is definitely a toxic, weird place out there. (laughs) Rome, you and I have talked about that a couple times. Yeah. But uh, so that'll kind of wrap it up for the, you know, we got week two uh, preseason coming up here. So that'll wrap it up. That little section. Uh, today's episode on the docket, we're going to take a look at, you know, some headlines of the news. There's an awful lot to catch up on. So we're probably not going to cover absolutely everything because, you know, if you're listening to a fantasy football podcast, you should have a general idea of what's going on out there. But we'll keep you guys up to date as best we can. Besides, this is our first episode. We now became a threesome. You know, we're now having a menage a trois of uh, content here. So bear with us, you know, growing pains. Grow with us. Play with me. And then uh, after we talk about some news, we're going to go over our top 10 quarterbacks this episode. So you guys Hell ready yeah. to dive on in? I'm Let's ready. Let's do it. Born ready. All right. So right off the bat, David Johnson is uh, taking a reduced role, and he's not very happy about it. Um, on Sunday, Philip Lindsay outtouched him. But, I mean, we kind of – I had a feeling this was coming. Yeah, they should – trade him for draft capital with their way their team's lining up. Well, well I, I don't th- think they will. I don't think they will. But. I don't think David Johnson's completely washed up. I think he's a better – he's at that point now where he's a better real-life running back versus a fantasy running back. Um, I don't have a lot of – actually, I'm not going to lie. I basically have zero interest in him in almost all fantasy formats. But, I mean, a real-life team that could use a good veteran running back, I mean, I don't, I don't see why not. Right. Yeah, I'm, I don't really have very much interest from anybody in Houston this year. Um, I mean, if, if I was, was going to take somebody. I like Cooks. Yeah, Cooks. Maybe Lindsey as an RB4. I might take Lindsey. I know that's it, there's it's a busy backfield, but Lindsey's going to be the one to come out on top of that. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um. Alan Hearns in the no one cares news. He is uh, having wrist surgery, so he's expected to miss about three months. But Alan I don't think Hearns, anybody he's cared. Still in the league. Yeah. <laughs> when that came across my, uh, when I got the notification for that, I, I thought the same. I was like, wait, Alan Hearns still plays. Uh, but more important news: Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson. He returned to practice on a limited basis Monday. Um, was it last week he fell on his shoulder and he sprained his AC joint, which is always horrifying from a young superstar player. But um, basically they're saying that it's basically a positive sign that he's going to be a full go week one. I don't see him missing time. Um, obviously we'll have to monitor that as it goes, but I don't, I don't see him missing time. Yeah. I'm saying. Um, rookie wide receiver Elijah Moore of the New York Jets. They're hoping that he can return to practice with that quad injury. Um, you know, his week one status it probably isn't in doubt. My concern for him is you're missing out on these very valuable practice reps. So, I mean, love him in Dynasty, but, you know, I would kind of lower my expectations in terms of reach. I'm, I'm never really that big on rookie wide receivers to begin with, but um, – I would lower some expectations for him because Corey Davis looked legit on on was it they play Sunday or what whatever fucking day they played Corey Davis looked good so I mean I would expect Elijah Moore to kind of move gradually. Yeah, I mean I think you're right with Davis he's going to be the guy Elijah's going to be that I think he's just going to be what he was at Ole Miss man he's going to be the deep threat. The, the knock him off the top, the stretch the defense guy. I don't I don't know how much of a focal point he's really going to be. Yeah, he's going to be a Robbie Anderson. Yeah. But maybe not as good. Maybe better. It's hard to does say. Zach he's, Wilson not, got, he's not getting reps. Does Zach Wilson have a big arm? Yes. I mean, he, if anybody's going to find him, it could be Wilson. Zach, Zach, that's what he does. That's his game, dude. He's the close. He's like a little Mormon Brett Favre. <laughs> He's going to chuck it, bro. Uh, Let's see. What else do we got here? See, the problem with the news right now, 
it's more or less kind of a slow news right now unless something major happens, like Carson Wentz's injury. But it's also not Ma- surprised when Carson Wentz is hurt. Um, major? You want to know? Here's some major news. I'll go ahead and say this. As most people would never have expected, Lamar Miller got released by the Washington Redskins. There it is. You heard it here first. <laughs> I didn't know Lamar Miller was on a team. Yeah, not <laughs> me either. Um, Rashad, Rashad Bateman's kind of some news. Um, we'll see how long he's going to miss if he misses at all. Yeah, he had the surgery. was it the, the sports hernia surgery, which is you know kind of like what I was t- talking about with Elijah Moore. Like you, you know, you want these young rookies to get these very valuable practice reps because like Julio Jones basically hasn't participated at all this off season, but it's Julio Jones. Rashad Bateman's a, a hot incoming rookie. You need these reps. You know, you got to build that rapport with your quarterback. Um, actually, I found one that's kind of, of note. Uh, Broncos head coach Vic Fangio said that Melvin Gordon is dealing with a groin injury. Um, Melvin Gordon was held out in the preseason game, and Williams got basically the bulk of the carries. But, I mean, we all know that it's a matter of when, not if, Williams has the job. But uh, Correct. Yeah, that just might speed up this process, though. Well, I mean, hey, if if because if Williams comes out, you know, he I mean, granted preseason games, so take it with a grain of salt. But he went five for twenty nine, and he did have a four yard touchdown called back. So I mean, so basically, if you figure if he went six for thirty four with a rushing touchdown, and he only played a couple series, that's really fucking good. And if if this is kind of an indication on what kind of player Javante Williams is going to be, Gordon's going to get traded or he's going to get disgruntled, and Talk about a fall from grace when he, you know, his holdout with the Chargers. And now Melvin Gordon is about to be out of the, you know, not not out of the league, but he's going to be a second, third string running back for the rest of his career. I mean, he's close, dude. That's, what's the difference? Yeah. Another thing to touch on there is if that game, like Rome was talking about earlier, if that game's any sign of what the Broncos could be, there could be a positive game script in there to get some late rushing touchdowns, if they're, if, or yeah. yards at least, if they're up late. Yeah. We'll see if that pans out. But Well, plus, like, one of the most valuable running back things are the red zone rushing uh, attempts and the fact that, you know, they gave him the nod on a four-yard touchdown run. That's And he was successful, you know, granted called back on a holding call, but that's big. That means they, they want to see what he's got. He succeeded. So Gordon might be – and Melvin Gordon's a great red zone running back, but, fuck, Williams might have taken that from him now. Very possible. It's um, possible. Your your boy Adam Troutman, the uh, offseason hype to be the next tight end, he didn't record a single target in the preseason loss to the Ravens. Do you think that's some like news, or do you think that's more just kind of noise? You know, I didn't watch the Saints game. I'm a bad Saints fan. Um, I think the thing to look at to get a little more in-depth on that is how many snaps he was out there for. But also, I think that he'll start getting targets because when if Winston starts, Winston, um, who was his tight end back in Tampa Bay that he targeted? OJ Howard or uh, yeah, the, I think the targets will be there. Uh, he's the number one tight end for sure. They, there's not, I mean, I think they might have Josh Hill still, but uh, he's the number one tight end on the team for sure. If there's going to be production at tight end, it's going to be him. Yeah, I don't know. I just love the fact that Jameis Winston. Like, this is one of his first games back, and he threw a pick in a preseason game. Like, it's just James, uh, that, that, that is synonymous with Jameis Winston. It wasn't entirely his fault. It was a bad ball, but it was tipped up to the defender. Um, <laughs> it it should have been caught, probably. But it's you're right, it is. It's, it's The saga continues. Exactly. Who do you think is going to be the quarterback for the Saints? Do you think it's going to be Hill, or is it going to be Winston? They have to start Winston, just because Hill's too versatile to have him just at quarterback. If they want to use him as a gadget guy, they have to start a different quarterback so they can line him up in different spots. Otherwise, he he's did, just you know a quarterback. He didn't look too bad. I, I mean, when I, like I'm watching him as as a quarterback. His mannerisms, they're different than they were last year. He's taking proper drops. He just he looked more like a quarterback to me than I've seen of him in a long time. Indeed. But I agree with you. He still is the gadgety type of guy. That's what he. That's when he'll be his best. 
So that's, you're right. I think Winston and, will have to probably and you And you lose that if he's quarterback, right? You can't Correct. line him up in the slot and then hand it off to him and have him throw a 60-yard bomb. Um, no. not that they can't put that, Jameis in his but, spot. They, yeah, exactly. <laughs> after watching him run through the, uh, the, path. the running back thing, man, that was so great. I think uh, I think Taysom Hill is what Tim Tebow was hoping his career would have panned out to be. Man, he didn't look very good. Do you see those blocks by Tim Tebow? How pathetic oh, those God. were. I mean, look, look. God, I don't want to shit on on good old Timmy boy. Like he's learning a whole new position. It's not like he's young. I get it. He's in great shape, but dude. <sighs> For a guy that drafted him in a couple of leagues, like I was unhappy. I haven't even seen what I saw. Yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, Rome, your uh, fantasy boyfriend, Deshaun Watson. There's been mm-hmm. reports that the Harris County Grand Jury will be convened to determine if there is sufficient evidence to bring criminal charges against him. Uh, Deshaun Watson is facing 22 civil lawsuits and 10 criminal complaints against him. Um, so me personally, I think Deshaun Watson doesn't play this year, um, or potentially ever again. Cause you know, I'm not one to like, you know, obviously you're innocent until proven guilty, but the fact that 22 girls have come forward, it's not looking too good for the old Deshaun Watson boy over there. And then the, the trade talks between Philadelphia and Houston are basically non-existent right now. I got a weird feeling. I think he's going to be fine. I think everything is going to get dropped, and he's going to play. I just have a gut feeling. I I don't know. I think he's Ray Rice. I think he's I think he's done. <laughs> Nobody he, goes full Ray Rice. <laughs> you know what's funny? Did you? The best part about the Sean Watson stuff, and I mean, not to make light of people's you know, horrific things, but I just think it's funny that Deshaun Watson likes to get finger banged in the butthole. Mm. You know what? Teach his own, man. That's <laughs> if he likes to party that way, I get it. Although, you know, it's funny. You and I talked about this the other day. It's just funny to me that Deshaun Watson is a handsome man, superstar, all pro, pro bowl quarterback in Texas, like the biggest football state in America. Probably the world, like football capital of the world. All he has to do is go on Twitter and says, you know, who wants to, you know, fuck me in the butt with a strap on? Who wants to peg me and suck my dick off? And 9,000 people within seconds would reply yes. Some women, some men. But everybody would say yes. But these athletes, man, they just got to play where you're not allowed. Yeah, he could have him lined up from Dallas to San Antonio if he wanted, but he decided to go about about it the wrong way. Yeah. Um, your other favorite convict, Rome, Darius Geis. He uh, yeah. is suspended for the first six games of the 2021 season. Um, for those of you that don't remember, he was he basically missed his entire rookie season because he had an MC. No, he did miss his entire rookie season because he had the yeah. MCL injury, and then last year. Either the season just started, or there's a couple games in, or maybe the season didn't start yet. But he basically beat the shit out of his girlfriend, got arrested for it. They kicked him out of the league. Or did they kick him out of the league, or they just suspended him? Well, I don't remember uh, exactly. They sus- they suspended him. Yeah. But, like, indefinitely or whatever that shit is. Yeah. And then uh, there was, you know, they basically said he was the new Ray Rice. He wasn't going to be coming back or anything like that and then uh sure enough do you think he makes a an appearance somewhere or do you think he's done i mean i would hope he comes back she lied didn't she no they settled out of court which means she lied <laughs> i don't know man you never get the details when that for, for a lot of different things here but like if he gets signed greatness no matter what in the NFL, you could be the worst person. If you're talented, you're going to make a roster. Now, I think he was coming out of college. I think he was talented enough. After the injuries, boy, I don't know. I don't know. I think his I think his career is done. I, I mean, I think he 
I wouldn't be surprised if he signs to like a practice squad, but I don't think he ever makes an active roster. Probably not. Probably not. Um, looks like that's just about it for news. Is there anything else that you guys see out there in the the world? I, you know who looks pretty good, man? The kid, uh, PJ Walker in Carolina. Now I know he's probably not going to take Darnold's job. But man, he looked good. He's one of the he's the XFL boy, right? He's the guy that was yeah. slinging it. He looked great in the preseason game. He made throws that I didn't even know he had. But you know, it's it's just one of those. Things. It caught my eye. I can't see it being fantasy relevant unless Darnold goes down, <laughs> which I don't know. Who knows? But he looked good, man. Actually, now that now that you mentioned that, um. I wanted to touch base on this one real quick. Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, uh, I found the stat line right here. He rushed ten times for 127 yards and two touchdowns. It looked now, good, man. One of the touchdown runs was for 91 yards, <clears throat> but the fact that he has a 91 yard touchdown run in him, you know, Bill Belichick, despite the the hiding in the hoodie, you know he liked that. Just don't fumble the ball, and you'll be you could. You'll play a lot. Well, especially there was uh there was talks that Sony Michelle might get traded out somewhere. And I know Damian Harris was supposed to be, you know, next man up, and I know that they were pretty excited about him, but goddamn man, like how do you not get pumped about Ramondre Stevenson? Because of Bill Belichick. Um I think he did great. I just don't know who they're gonna use and how often they're gonna use him. Yeah, you can't really trust a, a New England running back. I think, like, the last running back that you could trust in the New England backfield was Shane Vereen. And, and that was only in PPR. All right, and you could have good games with him if you plug and play him in the right spot, but it's just so hard to predict. Yeah, but realistically, are you ever that excited about putting a Patriot running back in your starting lineup? No, you do it because you have to. Exactly. Um, I guess that'll wrap it up for news. Um, so I guess we'll go ahead and take a deep dive into our consensus top 10 quarterbacks. Um, so we all had, uh, for the most part, we agreed on a lot of things, but there was some, you know, weird ones here and there. But our hey, not, not, not much to say. Our consensus number one quarterback was Patty Mahomes. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I was the only one low on him. I was so low on him, I have him at two. You, you sick son of a bitch. All, all the way down at two. Um, our number two consensus quarterback is Mr. Kyler Murray out of Arizona. Um, mm-hmm. Again, not much to say about him. Added A.J. Green. Was it uh, Rondale Moore? Yeah, man. You know what? He, he's – a better real life football player than fantasy, but you know Christian Kirk. If he's healthy, that team is fucking nuts. Yeah, they could explode. You know, it's one of those teams. They run the four wide wide receiver sets. That they're one of the only teams that are going to do it. So I think they could all get fantasy relevant. I'm just hoping. Uh, I just I don't know. I just I really want AJ Green to do well. I feel like if anyone deserves it, he deserves it. I agree. Yeah, me and Rome were talking about well, that free show. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a guy that I think for sure, with where he's at ADP-wise, he's got no downside. Well, take you're, him, bas- you're basically him getting late. him free. Yeah, take him late. If he hits, beautiful. If he doesn't, cut him for anybody else. Like there's, it's such he's the perfect late round flyer, because at 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 best he's going to be the number two wide receiver on that roster, and at worst, what the number four, he'll still see the field. But I I like him. I like him this year a lot. Right now, AJ Green, his ADP is the 180th player off the board. Oh God. Uh, so that would mean he'd be you get him in about the 15th round. So I, I don't hate that. Uh, moving on, our number three quarterback, Mr. Josh Allen, which it's funny that all of us. So, Rome, you had him at four. Uh, Fish and I both had him at three. 
it's funny because he was the number what two fantasy quarterback last year, but we still are just slightly lower on him. Hey, you know what, man? It's in Buffalo, and they don't play in a dome. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I get it, man. He was good last year, but at some point, <sighs> I think it's gonna stop. Not that I have him low. I have him at four. Like, he's gonna be great, but it's the only reason. I gave Jackson the nod for me. The only, the only thing, what if, uh, what if Josh Allen goes for like full Albert Hainsworth and he's like, I just got paid a shit ton of money, so I'm fucking out of here. I you can't can't ever trust these these divas. You never know. It could be shitty, really shitty. Uh, coming in at four, Mister Lamar Jackson. Um, I was actually the lowest on him, which might, may or may not come as a surprise to you guys. Uh, let's see. Rome, you got him at three. Fish got him at four. I have him at nine. What? That's spicy <laughs> as hell. Tell me why. I, okay. Reason why, he only threw for like 2,000 yards last year. And <clears throat> granted, they did draft Rashad Bateman. They still have Mandrews. And... Uh, you know, bring in, in Sammy, Sammy the Tank Watson. Yeah, but see, the reason why I'm, I'm I'm getting lower on Lamar now. Granted, Lamar ended the season great, but I mean, Fish, this, you, this would hit you the most because he was your quarterback in in our dynasty league. You know, he he was shit for the beginning half of the season. Now, granted, like I said, he finished strong, which is awesome. Actually, no, I, I take that back. He wasn't shit in the beginning of the year, but he wasn't like putting up like those thirty point games that you were hoping for. And then he ended the year hot. But the reason why I'm low on him was because he was the number one quarterback two years ago. He was the number 10 quarterback last year. I just feel that quarterbacks like him where the the passing isn't quite there. Let's see. I got a stat line right here. He threw for 2,700 yards, 26 touchdowns, which is nice. And then you do like the 1,000 the rushing yards for seven, seven touchdowns on the ground. But it's just I feel like – that's his absolute ceiling. The passing just isn't there. And then as defenses get more film on him, you know, the scramble guy doesn't work as well. Now, I'm not shitting on Lamar. Like, if the price was right, I would 100% draft him. But I'm not exactly yeah, going out that. of my way to take I, him. I, would, I spoke about that with Rum earlier as well. Is he, his passing is so low that you're dependent on, upon the run. Now, I have him at the number four but I probably wouldn't take him unless I got him in about the sixth round. Like, I'd just pass. I'd let somebody else have him. Mm-hmm. Actually, that that reminds me. You know, we we should do an episode about this, and we, we probably will anyways because we still got some time before drafts happen. But um, I want to talk about, like, draft strategies. Like, what are you guys looking for in drafts? And my thing is always waiting on a quarterback unless the price is right. Um, and then one thing too, and then, uh, fish, you and I talked about this just because I, (laughs) this sounds insane, but I might have a player ranked higher than somebody, but I might draft somebody else just because it depends on who else was drafted. What are the other teams look like? And what does my roster look like? Right. Um, it's purely dependent on that kind of stuff. But like I said, it's, I don't hate Lamar Jackson. I ranked him at nine, but I just, I don't know. I just, I don't buy him. Cause I think it also stems back to, you know, I paid close attention to it, but it, that year when he was the MVP and was that the MVP year? That might've been his rookie year, but the year that he played the chargers in the playoffs and he threw for like 26 yards and rushed for like 10 and he fumbled like four times and he threw like three picks. And like, I feel like he's, just, he's not a good passer just flat out. Like he's not. He's a great runner, great athlete. He's he is he's what Taysom Hill wishes. Yeah, I don't. Wishes the thing with him be. is, unless they could show that they could stop his running, then there's still value there, and it hasn't been shown yet. It's going to happen eventually. Look at Mike Vick. You know, it, it happened to him where he couldn't run as well anymore. Um, but until that gets shown, it's hard to it's hard to say his value is too far down there. Uh, moving on, we got Mr. Jeopardy himself, Aaron Rodgers, coming in at quarterback five. Uh, looks like Rome, you had him at seven. Fish at five. I have him at four. Um, 
so so Rome, why do you hate Rogers? <laughs> uh, it's not necessarily that I hate him. I just I don't know. There's so a lot of distractions right now. There's been a lot of talk. You know, he kind of got the Tom Brady treatment when the Deflate Gate and all that other shit of just being the center of attention. Now I get it. It's not even him, really. It's it's Scheffner, that little cockbag. What he did at the draft, I know me and you spoke about that, but it's like there's just too much narrative that's not football derivative. It's it's all it's all other bullshit that that doesn't need to be there. Now again, I, I love him. I think he's going to be fine. He still has Devonte Adams. They brought in Cobb. Great. The trust is there. That's what Fish said earlier. Love that take. I just feel like I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather have the other guys I had. In I can see them. that. I I I have him so high because he really likes. Sticking it to the man. I, I feel like he plays great when he's pissed off at his team. Not necessarily his teammates, but, you know, management. See, that, that was the reason why I'm so high on him is because you got Devontae Adams coming back. He's There's a chance that Rodgers either retires or he's just going to – you know, he is like the Clayton Kershaw in the NFL, just the chaptest of asses. And I think he just goes and just completely balls out. Like, you know, they posted that last dance picture together on Instagram because they're, they're a very cute couple. And uh, I just think I, I think the upside's there. I mean, granted, Rodgers doesn't run quite like he used to. But with an added game, I could see Rodgers throwing for 5,500 yards and, like, 50 touchdowns. Yeah, just here to you go. I'm out. Um, I also think Tanyan's usage is going to go up. I don't have the exact number, but he averaged about five targets a game, which is insanely low um, for the value he was producing. So I feel like they should target him more. Um, Cobb, like I, like uh, Rome said, me and him spoke pre-show, and I was like, he's not the you know the shiniest uh, knife, but he's trust. Yeah, got the Aaron Rodgers knows he's going to be there when he needs him to be there, um, and that's. Can it be a little bit added value as well? Mm-hmm. I, I could see that. Uh, moving on, we got Mr. Russell Wilson, Danger Russ himself, Mr. Unlimited. We got him at number – bad at math. What is that? That's six. Um, looks like we're about even across the board. Rome's got him at five. Fish and I, we both have him at seven. Not My only concern with Russell Wilson – is how he always seems to peter off in the last half. And that that does cause concern for me. But, I mean, with the emergence of DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett's still really good. Um, they drafted Dwayne Eskridge. Um, Gerald Everett, you know, signing him as their tight end. I, I just, I like a lot of the moves that Seattle made. So I still, you know, it's Russell Wilson. I mean, how, how do you, you can't really hate on Russell Wilson. I sure hate his offensive just line. A- yeah, he does That's have a the only thing, they also the only get, thing I oh, hate, and yeah. I had him rated the highest. Waldron is the <laughs> offensive coordinator now, though. Or do they have him last year, too? Um, I don't remember. I, I got to do a better job of looking up. Shane uh, Waldron this year. Um, I, he came from the Rams, I believe, um, which will be a lot different of an offense. Not that the offensive line is going to be any better from that, but they might – use Russell a little better. When he petered off at the end, they kind of ran the ball a lot more than they did towards the beginning of the season. Yeah, I mean, they, they're they leaning towards a run-first offense. But, I mean, just, okay, th- this is Russell Wilson's fantasy finishes for his entire career. He was 11, 8, 3, 3, 9, 1, 9, 3. And last year he was 6. So, I mean, What's crazy though is he was six, but scored more points than he ever has. Mm-hmm. It just shows that the rest of the the rest of the competition obviously is scoring an assload more points. But he had one of his best statistical seasons. Yeah, last for year, forty two hundred yards, forty touchdowns. Those are both career highs. Oh, wait, no, he threw for a little bit more a couple years prior, but forty passing touchdowns was his highest. 
513 rushing yards. Not as high as, but, I mean, who would complain having 500 rushing yards for your quarterback and two on the ground? But, you know, Russell Wilson, very good at football. Uh, Moving on, we got Dakota Prescott, quarterback seven. Uh, Rome, you and I both have him at six. Fish, you got him at nine. I don't hate him. I'd have him higher. I just don't know what the things with health is. They say he's fine. They say he's he's having MRIs. I know that you could have MRIs to kind of watch how the healing is going, so it could be nothing. He had a broken ankle last year, so how his movement's going to be. I just – he's got a lot of weapons. I just kind of want to know if he's going to start week one or week four. He'd be up higher if I knew he was going to start week but one. But would you – see, my thing with, with Dak – with all the weapons they have, I wouldn't be surprised if he finishes the quarterback one. Yeah, and their defense is so fantasy. terrible. Um, they have I to. Think... Exactly. I mean, they did draft what's-his-face. Um, Pearson. Parsons. Parsons. Yeah. I mean, he looks good, but, you know, a linebacker doesn't exactly save your, your defense. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I like Dak. You know, C.D. Lamb just solidifies himself as, you know, an absolute stud. Um, big, big Dak fan this year. Uh, moving on, Justin Herbert coming in at quarterback eight. Uh, looks like Romy got him at ten. Fishy got him at six. I got him at five. I think we're all in agreement. Herbert is legit. I mean, I, I I guess since I had him at ten, I I'm the one who hates him, right? That's what we're going with. I like it. He's there's something that is very real and that's a sophomore slump it happens so it's a real thing and i think that i don't know if he's going to put up the same the same numbers that he did last year i mean he was impressive last season he was 100% nobody really saw that coming he was the quarterback 9 at the end of the year dude that's that's fantastic he didn't even Can play all he- the games I know he played well, he played 15 of the of the 16 which is fine. I just don't know if he can do it again. I'm ready. You'll break out. You'll break past my number 10. Yeah, if I you agree. Can do it so- more time. Sophomore slumps are real a real thing. I think there's I- only been like five quarterbacks that really didn't have it. Um but I don't know. I mean I there's no way to know if he's going to be one of the ones that doesn't have a sophomore slump. But he was he looked damn good. I have so much faith in Justin. Her- I have so much faith in Justin Herbert that I traded away Patrick Mahomes in a dynasty league. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, moving on, we had the rookie of the year. Now we have Father Time himself, Mister Tim Brady, coming in at quarterback nine. Um, the spice. <laughs> the the the, the Mister Vegan can. Uh, Rome, you got him at nine. Fish, you got him at twelve. I have him at eight. Um. What what else is there to say? He's got one of the best wide receiver cores. They have one of the best O lines. My only concern with Brady, and I do have him at eight, so I have him the highest. My only concern with Brady is either his arm falls off like Peyton Manning's, or because their defense is so good that they don't need him to you know go out and throw for two ninety exactly plus why I have and him three touchdowns. He might not need to score a lot, and. At some point, his arm's going to fall off. Is it this year? I don't know. I can't say. Um, if his arm's there, he's going to be good. There's no doubting it. But it's going to happen eventually. I mean, I I agree with you guys. I'm, I'm on the same wavelength here. But the defense was by far and away the best they were probably going to be last year. I mean, I know they brought them all back, so it's the same group. And he put up numbers that he's that he hadn't even done before. Like except for when he had Randy Moss. He threw for forty six hundred yards, forty touchdowns on six hundred and ten attempts, which is insane for a team that has that much defensive power. I just don't I I like him this year. I think that like you touched John Joshi. The, the receiving core is ridiculous, man. Watch out for A B this year. I think he's gonna make a huge comeback. Yeah, well, you made you you harped for Antonio Brown's name 
during the entirety of the Scott Fishbowl draft. We sure did. <laughs> it was like round six. You're like, Antonio Brown. <laughs> uh, and rounding out our consensus top ten, we have Mr. Ryan Tannehill. Um, uh, fit, uh, Rome, you got him at 12. Fish, you got him at eight. I have him at ten. Um, guy was absolutely outstanding last year. Um, I mean, he helped my in our big money redraft league. He helped me limp into the playoffs. Um, you know, he was he was quietly quarterback eight because Derrick Henry was out there stiff arming Josh Norman through the chest to death. That no one's really paying attention to Ryan Tannehill. You know, he threw for thirty eight hundred yards and thirty three touchdowns, and he ran for seven touchdowns. I mean, it was just Tannehill looked great. I mean, Tannehill's and and it's he looked great last year, and now he got literally one of the best toys you could ask for in Julio Jones. I mean, he's what Julio Jones is what thirty two. Like he's got a lot left in the tank, man. And he doesn't have to be the superstar number one that he was. He's not going to get the same right. coverage with AJ on the other side, dude. Well, I mean, this this I isn't big this, things for Tannehill. This isn't an attack at Ridley or Roddy White or some yes, of the other is. wide receivers that Julio's played with. But AJ Brown might be the most physically gifted wide receiver that he's ever had partnered up with him. And uh, I'm a big a, fan. That's of a scary offense, man. Like, when their number one receivers also really good, like like Julio or not Julio Juju back when Antonio Brown yeah. was there, he's a points monster. Um, I don't see how Tannehill. I mean, I, I could see how he's yep. not good, but he's been consistent. Like start like QB one, you know, for the past couple of years. Uh, I don't see how that would change by a whole lot. He he's not going to be a number one quarterback probably. But he's going to be a weekly start. Yeah, well, that that actually rounds out our consensus top ten. And then before we, we sign off, um, you know, we talked about yesterday on our pre-show planning to have, like, a, our, our total stud quarterback that we love and then our most likely to bust. Um, my absolute stud this year, I love Ryan Tannehill. Like, even though I have him ranked at ten, the fact that you can draft him in like the ninth or tenth round and redraft is super sexy to me. The fact that you have, at worst, he's the quarterback twelve on the year, but his upside is a top ten quarterback, and you can get him in the tenth. Like, think about all that beautiful depth that you can get before you have to select your quarterback. You know, so the guy that took Mahomes in the second, third round, or Lamar or Kyler in the first four rounds. They missed out on all that depth that you accumulated because you waited to the ninth or tenth, and then as a reward, you're gifted Ryan Tannehill. Mm. No, that's that's a solid pick. I think my my little steal here, my diamond in the rough, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford moving from Detroit, where he nobody really knows about him, right? Because he was in Detroit, just languished a career down there. Or up there, but coming down here with McVeigh, I think, I think it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be really, really something to watch. Quite a spectacle. Yeah. Well, well, Stafford. To touch on that, Stafford. I actually, I mean, spoiler alert. He was my quarterback eleven. The only reason why I have Tannehill above Stafford is just potential injury concerns. But I do love Stafford too. Sorry. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, mine's not love. so deep down the board, but I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers. Um, there's really no way he can go wrong, and he's sliding as sometimes as far down as a QB 8 or 9 in some drafts. Uh, if you can get him for that value, there's I don't think you can go wrong. You'd pretty much have a solid core lineup, and you can draft a quarterback mid-rounds. Um, maybe not so much if quarterbacks are flying early and someone's high on him, but I've seen him go pretty late. And then uh, my most likely to premature ejaculate bust, and it hurts me to say it, Justin Herbert. I love you. And if you guys, if, the, if this is also your guys' pick, I apologize. But Justin Herbert, sophomore slump, it could be a thing. I pray it's not a thing as one, a Charger fan, and I have a lot of shares of Justin Herbert out in Dynasty World. But I just, it's happened to almost 
every quarterback, you know, that, that sophomore slump, not saying that Herbert's going to be, you know, horse shit. The fact that, you know, I got him ranked at um, five and he, you know, he could end the year at quarterback, like, you know, 15, you know, it, so he, he's my most likely to potentially bust. Yeah, no, that's, I, I mean, obviously I think by what it sounded like when we were talking about him trying to praise him, I kind of shit on him. Not, I just feel the exact same way, man. He's he's possible sophomore slump. You could also make a play for Burrow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my, my um, fish player that I think is going to bust is Lamar Jackson. Uh, he's going off the board pretty early. You're depending upon that running game. <gasps> if there's even a slight injury to his lower body where he still plays but can't run as himself, He's, he's dropping down a lot. Uh, he's dependent upon the run until he can show us that he can pass the ball. So I think that he's a good chance to bust. All righty. Well, hey, um, this seems like a nice little tidy spot to end the episode. Uh, I mean, look at that guy. He's almost an hour on our first episode. Like, in our in your f- fish, your, your virgin podcast mouth handling it like a champ um thank you guys for listening uh we always appreciate the support you can find us on instagram at filthy fantasy football show you can get us on twitter at filthy f ball show don't ask filthy fantasy football show is too long of a fucking name so fuck you twitter um you can send us messages on gmail at filthy fantasy football show at gmail.com um yeah hey make sure you like subscribe tell your friends win titles and fuck bitches and uh, again thank you for listening guys fantasy king fish. josh josh the king signing off big rome out